another Tuesday, and I hope you're grabbing your coffee. Get the kids up out of bed. Get the teeth brushed. Hope you brush your teeth as well. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, get ready to listen to another episode of Been There, Done That, a podcast for parents and all the other stuff that goes in between. Hosted by myself, Jalen. And Jacob. And today, we got a question. What's the question? A lot of people uh, going to get a little uh, mad about uh, it. A lot uh, of them going to get, it's going to be a little controversial. Is it going to be one of them things? Do your parents owe you an apology? Because I want you to go back. Think about any time you used to get in trouble. Uh-huh. Or any time you and your parents used to argue. Uh-huh. Or anything of that nature. How many times did they ever come back and say to you, my bad, I'm sorry, it's my fault? That's an emphatic no, never. <laughs> and uh, we, we, we are probably going to drop a poll. Um, after this episode, or maybe even with this episode, yeah, because we want to know what y'all what y'all are feeling on that too, and what y'all what what y'all's answers. Because I don't I don't remember that because honestly. I don't remember my maybe maybe I can remember my dad Phil telling me mm-hmm. he was sorry for you know coming at me so when after the fact that he found out the truth like I, you know. Parents often think that you're lying to them. All the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> and when they find out that you weren't, in fact, lying, and they don't, I, I don't think I've ever heard my mom, to be <laughs> honest, ever tell me she was sorry. Now, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Are you talking about do we as parents owe our children an apology or do our parents owe us an apology? I want to know do you feel like you're our parents? Do they owe us an apology? But maybe Phil, it's almost like have you you remember the episode of SpongeBob where he was getting ready to like be the waiter at the fancy restaurant? Yeah, and he forgot his name. <laughs> so like maybe like parents like have that thing in the back of their head where they're like they forget to apologize. No, and so so in their head it's like the thirty thousand little them's running around like <laughs> <laughs> we got we got to figure out the words. <laughs> what do we say, man? If that's the case. Mom, I'm waiting for my apology. <laughs> I can I can second that though, because growing up, it, it it's nothing worse at times than seeing when that person's wrong and they don't acknowledge it. Yeah. See, now let me flip it on you though, because you asked the question: Do we, you do our parents owe us an apology? Now, will you tell Caleb you're sorry? Because of the experiences in the past that I've had, yes. Because why is that important? You don't realize how much that impacts them and how long they hold on to that. A lot of times, a parent is very wrong. Mm. But once again, it's always the my house, my rule mentality. Amen to that. And (laughs) it just gets swept under the rug on their part. It's never a teachable moment. For the parent, it's only flipped like that when it's a teachable moment for the child. When it's (laughs) preach, (laughs) preach, brother, preach. You don't. You kind of hold off. Parents hold off on even acknowledging wrong because they don't. They feel they're going to lose power. It's not a power struggle. It's simply building that relationship. Because when your child can't come to you later on down the road 
you want to know why can't you tell me stuff or why didn't you tell me things your initial first think about what your initial response would have been to that right and then on top of that think about what they've been going through mentally thinking about that and how many times they've had to be reminded of said situation because oh oh leave it leave it to a parent to bring up the past oh oh no oh yeah lord jesus yeah yeah like you you can't you can never you have to be perfect and even if you are perfect still something gonna come up but to you to your point like it's it's sad that the generation before and not to bash you know our our predecessors but you guys had a had a really hard when it came to you know that emotional connection with your parents because it was like just talking about men just talking about men the emotional toggle that that our predecessors our the generation before us had with their parents it wasn't very like like with men just talking about men we were very we always were told and it's throughout the generations it's, it's always like a don't show your emotions um you know don't cry blah 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 blah, blah. so when it comes to like showing your emotions to your son my father um of the times that i've spoke to him he he shown me that he was a very very hard individual right um he he was a lawyer so he had a strict way of thinking about things right so i wouldn't have gotten that emotional connection that i would have wanted that i actually got from um phil Hence the sorry that he probably pretty. I think she told. Do, do you feel like that affected? How do you feel like that affected you coming up though? Not having that connection, especially because you you have talked about Phil in the last few episodes, couple episodes mm-hmm. as a prominent figure in your life. How did you feel about that? Well, Phil, he he kind of showed me that it was okay to show my emotions, but it was still hard to show my emotions because of how men are treated in society. I was called such so many P words, you know, I was called a bitch, like everything, you know, because I cried. And there was there's certain things that I, I, I just couldn't hold in at some point. But when you hold it in, and when I ultimately got a, a grasp of my emotions, um, later on, you know, towards the the end of my teens and into my twenties, um, it made me a very angry uh, individual. And holding that stuff in, I, I lashed out at people. Yeah, and then it starts affecting you in other relationships with other people. Oh yeah, and then they wonder why you're like that. I close myself off. And, and 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 a lot of the times you do it unintentionally. You don't even see that you're doing it, but but because you this is just what you're used to. Yeah. That's just that's just routine for you. You may say something outlandish or you might put out a crazy thought, but that's because that's what you're used to hearing. And then you're thinking, well, that's just your way of showing. That's the way to show love. 
But then this person that you're either with, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a child, mm-hmm. whether it's a friend, or whether even even just at work, that's how you communicate. But but because that's all you've seen, that's all you know. And mm-hmm. I think that, like I said, that that apology. But I I, I want to add this into mm-hmm. that apology means nothing without a conversation afterwards. Mm. Mm, yeah. Because somebody can yell at you, say that they were wrong, then walk out the room, but now you're still questioning why they even say sorry. Why'd you even do it to begin with? Right. <laughs> so now your questions still aren't being answered. So let me let we're gonna let that be known now. The apology isn't just what's needed. It's everything else that comes with it as well. And you have to be mature enough to be able to do that. Like as a parent, there are going to be a lot of times where your child can say they didn't do something and they legit didn't do something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But because of your quick parental whatever reflexes, whatever you want to call it, you're automatically assuming that they're wrong. You go back five minutes later, find out that you're the one that's wrong. And you say, okay, my bad. And then you just leave it at that. And now there's the child wondering, like, did you just say that to shut me up? Hell, just, just imagine if you, if, if if I did something to you, and I'm like, bro, I'm sorry, my bad. And then just left it like that. Well, <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's way more to that than. Like, I slashed your tires. My bad, bro. <laughs> what, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, what? That'll be your question. Like, what? What? What the hell is wrong with you? What? What's going on? But I just walked off. Right. <laughs> it's and it, it, it's such a touchy subject because I feel like a lot of people don't understand, and even especially a lot of people. Because I think probably both of our parents probably follow us on here. Yeah. Yeah. And, my, my mom definitely listens. Yeah, I know my mom does too. Um, think about think about it from this perspective. This is speaking to both of our parents. How many times did y'all's parents tell y'all that they were sorry? Thinking about my grandmother, my grandmother is uh, oof, that that'd be a, definitely a conversation that that I would need to have with my mom. But I I feel like. My grandmother was very lighthearted, but she, my mom always tells me she's like that with me because I'm the grandchild. So, but you got to remember, just like what you talked about in the last episode, things get passed down, yeah, but it's not always good things to get passed down. Amen. <laughs> so, so we could be sitting here thinking, okay, well, this is going to be how do I say this? We, we pass down. The good, the 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 financial knowledge, the the wisdom on life. Oh yeah, being frugal and. But we didn't teach you how to say sorry, or to humble yourself and admit when you're wrong. You're gonna always walk around on this high horse, or be or, and it's it's okay. I mean, it's not it's not okay for for parents to walk around on a high. We're we're parents, sometimes parents walk around like they're gods. Yeah, there, 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 there is no reason to establish a real dominance in your house, but because a lot of kids, 
know that mom and dad are the ones that take care of everything yeah. that they provide for us that they do all of that but there's no reason to constantly beat that in someone's head yeah because kids aren't stupid right. they, they 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 notice and they they watch i was just just knowing my nephews like i remember um one time my oldest nephew ricardo the one that's a marine mm-hmm. i was telling you about um when he was like 10 10 or 11 years old you know, I had him and Roderick and Lawrence Levante. They, we were all wrestling around in my room. Depends who remember names, because I do not be oh, remembering names. Man, I love those boys. Okay, I, I don't I, remember <laughs> names. I love those boys, and I'm, I'm happy I got them back in my life. But anyway, right? Um, he sat me down. He was like, um, "I know my mom and my dad have been arguing." Mm-hmm. You know, I hope it's not about me. You know, I hope I'm, you know, do, I'm, a, you know, I'm being good. And I had to sit them down, like, you know, they're they're just having some issues between them. Whatever's going on between them it has nothing to do with you. Never put that on yourself. And I hope he remembers that conversation that we had. Um, I'm gonna hit him up and, and ask him. But kids are very perceptive. Yeah, oh no, most, <laughs> most definitely. And as a ten year old, just to to be on that level, like. Are they arguing because of me? Did I do something? Right. And and it and just them being able to come to you and tell you something like that, you don't I don't think people understand the amount of courage that takes like that that takes to do. That's a process in itself. Yeah. Just to have that courage to not only acknowledge it, but then to go and speak on it to someone about it. And then you you're an outside perspective speaking on it. Mm-hmm. They haven't even made it to this. They're not even done with the steps because they still have to talk to the person or the people <laughs> that there's that it's actually about. Yeah. So now you're you're taking but but you're seeing the progress be made. Amen. And you have to acknowledge that they're making that progress, but understand why it's taking them so long to do that. And a lot of times, going back to our question, there that apology and that explanation never come hand in hand. And it needs to, because like you were saying, that to to not have that conversation, it leaves such a, a void in, you know, a line of thinking that they will take into other relationships. You have a girlfriend or something, you know, you guys get into a, a squabble or whatever. Yeah. Or, hell, all the men that, that have cheated and, <laughs> and have gotten... Back with the, um, the the female, and now they're questioning, you know, what well, is there something wrong with me? The, 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 and the question is never answered. Yeah, no doubt. And and like I said, you owe you owe yourself that apology or that or that information that you don't have. Mm. Owe it to yourself. You definitely owe it to yourself. And that person and, and those people owe it to you. To anyone that does you wrong in any type of way, they may not ever actually do it, but that apology at some point, especially, and this is to get back on like the parental side of it. Oh, let, let me go back to how many times you got whoopings as a kid. And they, <laughs> and they would always say, oh, it's out of love. Boy, I was so mad to hear that. And you didn't, exactly. And at that moment, you were pissed. Like, how do you love me and you hit me? <laughs> And that's something that even to this day I can't fully answer. The only thing, the, the best thing I came up with with that was 
especially in the world that we're in now as, as black men, you would rather be disciplined by your parent in the house oh, yeah. than by a police officer out here, a trigger-happy police officer at that. Or, or, or a system that doesn't doesn't even allow you to, to be punished. You're just a serial number yeah. once you cross over that line. You're not even a serial a serial number. You, you, you're dead. You don't. To be honest, I mean that's how it's been. So you know, but I'm definitely going to bring. We're definitely going to talk about that. We'll Breonna Taylor, everything. We'll we're going to talk Okay, but but you you want to you have to be able to explain. Why are you doing things better than it's out of love? Yeah, because that that doesn't cut it. Because to a kid, especially like as young as I was when I heard that for the first time, first time I remember hearing it at least, mm-hmm. like I was nine, eight years old, and it was like, but I thought love didn't hurt, right? And that. That it'll mess with you because yeah. it's like well, then you, it it also brings up a question: Should you even beat your kid? Should you should you beat your kid? We won't say beat. We'll use we'll use we'll use uh we'll say we'll Corporal say we'll, punishment. We'll say, we'll, say, we'll say punish. We'll say punish. Um, but nah, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I heard about beatings and whoopings all the time. Yeah, right. But um. It's 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 tough, man. Because it's it's there's a very thin line, and a very very thin ice that you walk with it. Because even when with Layla, like she'll be doing something, and she's only one years old. She, but she understands what no means, right? And she, you t- you say no, and she does it and smiles at you, and it's like oh, and it, it triggers you in your head. You're like um, Nani. <laughs> <laughs> And then sometimes like it happens so fast that you can't catch yourself. Right. It's like it's literally like that every time. And then it's all fun and games until your child's looking at you and they got tears in their eyes because they don't understand why you just yelled at right. them or why you just may have popped their hand or something. They don't understand that. And it's you even at Layla's age, I've told her sorry. Even though I know she probably doesn't understand, she's crying. Or I take something away from her, and I'm sorry, mama, but I have to do this. Yeah, you know, you're not listening. This is why I'm doing this. Right. Is still having that conversation, like like she understands. So when she understands, this it becomes common. So she knows I'm not doing something just be, just to be vindictive, or because I'm having a bad day, I'm gonna take it out on you. And no, this does not. Make your child soft. I hate when people say that that's what makes your child soft. What, like not doing it when you when you when you start to show compassion? Oh no, for that child, no. Because, because I think a lot of people are like, oh well, I don't want to. I don't want to grow up with no soft boy because they didn't. I, I don't want to hug my son. I don't want him to be soft. I don't like. I don't want that to be a way they show love. Like, and then you get to the point where it's like. You're not even, you're damaging that child and you don't even realize it. Like I, I said on the previous episode, don't rehash past mistakes. Because at the end of the day, that's what most parents do. They take out. But we all say that when we become parents, we don't want to be like our parents. 
Of course. <laughs> but I think that we're the first generation, I think, to truly say that. And, 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 and actually really put action it. behind yeah. it. Like, generational curses and stuff like that de- defeating. Yeah. Like you said, like like we keep, we, we brought it up a couple times. You don't realize how quickly things get passed down. Past traumas get passed down. Yeah. Past like anger, like anger's like past every anything in the past and get passed down to your kids. And you can you can end it with just with just apologizing. The acknowledgement <laughs> is the easiest part of all of it. Because we as parents, we have to show our children that we're human beings too. We make mistakes. But we, sometimes we we're quick to anger. Sometimes we, you know we we jump to conclusions, and but, that's okay. But does that also mean that, or do you think that a lot of them are doing that because? How do I say this? How do I do? I ask the question. Do you think they do it because they don't know how to get to that next step as well? What do you mean? Like a parent may know how to say sorry. But then they don't. They are not prepared to have that uncomfortable conversation. Well, then you, if you, this is just like being a manager at a job. You have to be ready to have those conversations. You have to push through it. You have you have to have those conversations. But I also think it's a trial by fire thing. When yeah. until it actually hits you in the face, are you truly prepared? So that's that that so that right there is a point where I don't necessarily blame parents. Because I understand until it actually hits you in the face, mm. like you don't truly feel that hurt or that emotion from that child until you're placed in that situation where you have to be the one to say sorry, and then you may realize how how much it takes to muster up those words. So it's like you're saying, you know, it's, it's different when it's you in the, the position of the parent. Oh yeah, as it's, opposed to, yeah. Okay. Because so, I can tell another parent all day, like, hey, don't, um, you know, make sure you make sure you talk to them. But when it's your turn to talk to them, then you kind of understand why that parent may have, like, eased into it. Yeah, I mean. But that doesn't mean you avoid it. No, 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 no. That, that's the worst thing you could do is just completely avoid it. But I think that's what a lot of parents do. And that's well, why they always if, joke about it is, like, when they joke about it, when they show, like, the memes of the kids crying or something, and they'll be like, after your mom or the parent just whooped you, and they'd be like, "Come eat," oh, and that's the way of saying sorry. Yeah, like that's not good enough. See, I feel like it's one of those things. Like, if 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 you get caught up in a situation like that, um, you you do the whole sorry thing. You say sorry like you mean it, right? And 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 truly mean it. Like, don't don't say sorry if you don't mean it, because instant the insincerity is definitely going to come through. Right. But and say we'll talk about this later. You know, give 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 it space. Sometimes you know you don't want to talk about it in that moment. And sometimes you know I know myself, and whenever I'm in um, kind of like a an advantageous kind of situation, or like a like a a, a squabble or whatever, I need space to, to so I can clear my mind, so I can speak out of out of clarity instead of anger. Right. Um, if you ever watch the show Blackish, there's an episode on there where Anthony Anderson getting ready to whoop one of the kids mm. and he lets them know ahead of time what's about to happen when I get home. And when he gets home, 
he literally is like, and you and they, and they cut to the next scene. The kids are in there like contemplating ways to get out of it. They're trying off fifty thousand things to close and like block the layer, <laughs> which doesn't actually work. No, it does not. <laughs> um, but so they're in there trying to find ways to get out of it, and they're scared. But he's in the other room talking to his wife about like like he doesn't have the courage to even do it. Mm. Mm. So you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like. You're fighting your own battle along with the parent as well, but it doesn't meet in the middle. I understand. So what do you, I mean, what do you do? You've got to be able to explain why you're doing what you're doing. And if you can't explain what, uh, why you're doing what you're doing. Don't do it. Exactly. Plain and simple. <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> I, I'm not going to yell at someone. I'm not going to yell at my child in public. If I don't feel like he's taking it to that level, mm. if a child might grab a toy and say, "Oh, can I buy this?" There's and, no reason to get all. And don't make a scene, please, man. God, please don't make a scene about it because that's on top of you know telling the child no. They hurt by that. Now yeah. you're embarrassed. Because trust, trust me, that walk of shame to put that toy back. Right. That that shit hurts. <laughs> that hurts. But then you get embarrassed. You everybody watching, you know. And just please, parents out there, and and to children, and to even if you don't have kids, be prepare yourself to have those uncomfortable conversations because you don't know how far those conversations actually go later on in the future. So, with that being said, this has been a really good episode. I like this conversation. It is a conversation that happened, and we actually could actually do a part two to it if you guys like. Uh, you know, further down the road to kind of continue it because mm. we want to kind of get your experiences as well. So please drop your experiences. Let us know how you feel. <laughs> so business is picking up. You guys enjoy the rest of your morning. We'll see you next week. Be blessed. <laughs>